Welcome to Radwell's Automation Nation. Adjust the volume or put your favorite earbuds in and let's explore the manufacturing and automation industry together. I promise you if you love the industry or just cool technology, you will love our podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 27 of Radwell Automation Nation. In this episode, we're meeting another manufacturer, Parker Hannafin. Mike Sapicchio, Parker's Drives Territory Manager for the Eastern USA, is joining us for this episode. Mike has been with Parker since October 2017, and he also worked at SSD Drives prior to their acquisition by Parker for 10 years previously. His business experience covers several industries, including significant field service, field sales, and sales management assignments in the ACDC Drives, automation systems, and fluid and material handling markets. He has a Bachelor of Science degree in Electrical Engineering from Penn State University. Mike, welcome to Automation Nation. Uh, thanks very much, Julie. All right, we're going to start off this, uh, this discussion by having you give us an overview about Parker Hannafin. What does the company manufacture and which industries does it typically serve? Oh, that could be a long conversation, but uh, I'll summarize a bit. Parker Hannafin uh, is a Fortune 250 global leader in motion and control technologies. Parker has been in continuous operation for over 100 years, and his uh, corporate offices are based in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, we offer a, uh, a wide range of diversified industrial and aerospace uh, equipment and engineering solutions into multiple markets. We have just at a glance over a million product lines, 17,000 distributors uh, worldwide, uh, 1,100 markets that we serve, and over 300 manufacturing plants worldwide. So uh, it's it's quite a quite a wide range of of uh, marketplaces and locations. Just a, a quick summary in our product range, our product groups. We have six groups: uh, aerospace, filtration, fluid connectors, motion systems, instrumentation, and engineered materials. Uh, within those product groups are just a huge range of, of different types of manufactured products. So there's pretty much no industry that you don't serve. That's probably correct. Uh, there <laughs> there really crazy. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, we uh, we actually are in the forefront, even in the medical industry. Um, you may have, have heard of the exoskeleton for paraplegics. Um, Parker is, is heavily into that development, as well as lots and lots of things in the aerospace market. But uh, actually, motion control is our uh, primary product area, and, and we are the world leader in that area. So, Mike, how did you end up in sales and sales management? Uh, it's funny. I, I actually started out um, from college as a field service engineer with General Electric. Uh, I was in the uh, metals industry group doing plant uh, installation and startup work. Uh, later went to Westinghouse uh, as a regional engineer. And uh, I was part of the team that was put together to select a drive manufacturer after Westinghouse left the, the drives marketplace. And we selected SSD as our drive of choice. After you know being associated with SSD uh, for a period of time, I joined the company and uh, thought I was hiring in as a, as a project engineer, but actually ended up uh, in the sales group. So uh, that's how I got into sales and uh, subsequently became the product manager uh, for the engineered systems uh, 
section, and then sales manager. And then subsequently, I left left SSD as VP of sales um, and, and joined uh, Hayward Industry as their industrial sales manager. So worked my way uh, around back. Ultimately, our love of the ocean kind of moved us back to the coast, and an opportunity was there to join Parker as a territory manager. And uh, Parker had previously purchased SSD, so I ended up right back where I started nearly, uh, and I handle the Eastern U.S. It's amazing how it works. What a, yes. what a, what a path and experience. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> right, right. It's uh, it's interesting, and there are still some folks here that I you know, worked with when I was first at SSD. So I'm interested to learn a little bit about the culture at Parker. What's it like to work for the organization? Uh, Parker's culture is kind of reflected in four core values. Uh, it, it's it's something that that all the employees are are encouraged to become familiar with, and I try to do that. Uh, something we call a, we call a win culture. Uh, generally, it's uh, a winning culture. The passionate people, valued customers, engaged leadership. You know, buzzwords. Uh, when you have a company of sixty thousand, uh, you need those sorts of things. Uh, you know, to cover that wide range of people. The characteristic really um, that runs through the company, in my view, is one key element. And um, I guess I'd call it uh, integrity. Uh, We are uh, a company that focuses on doing the right thing for our customers and each other. And, uh, you know, that's that's important, uh, particularly for a company of, of this size where you can get into some real problems if you don't focus on the integrity of your company and uh, the people I've met here have been uh, very good, good people to work with uh, a very diverse range of people from all walks of life. But what I think that one common thread is, you know, they, they're believable. You can believe what they have to say and uh, we trust each other. Very important. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned in- integrity for a company of that size. I think just in general, it's an important piece of a successful, you know, company. It really is. Yep, it, I think so. And you know, I've been fortunate to work at a lot of different companies that that really value that. And um, you know, it's not always the case. Uh, you know, I I'm out in the field all the time, and have been my whole career. And you run into a lot of a lot of people that don't operate under those values. So, you know, it's important. And, um, you know, I appreciate Parker for that. Excellent. I would. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> would. It is definitely, um, it can be a rarity for sure. Even in life, it can be a rarity. Never mind business, you know? Yeah. So, Mike, speaking about new product and looking forward, does Parker have any new products coming out this year, 2022, or next year in 23 that you can tell us about? Well, I could, you know, I'll focus on on the products that are within my operation. We do have uh, new variable frequency uh, drive products scheduled for release uh, early in 2023. One of those products is a will be more focused as a general purpose product for AC motors, um, permanent magnet AC motors. It will be used primarily for uh, pumps, fans, conveyors, uh, continuous processes, things of that sort. The other uh, sister product uh, of that release uh, will be more of a systems-oriented product. It will have 
greater uh, wide range of capabilities won't be quite as focused. You know, it'll be for more coordinated automation projects. And, uh, you know, the big things to, that we'll be watching for on the release of these is that uh, they'll both have uh, enhanced communications capabilities. And the idea is to allow seamless integration into centralized control systems. That's sort of the, the current direction of the automation industry. And if, if you don't have a product that can easily communicate with uh, third-party products, uh, programmable controllers, uh, SCADA systems, and so forth, uh, it makes it very difficult to, to compete in the marketplace. So these new products will have those capabilities and uh, it'll be a, a growth period from the products that we currently offer, which have been around for a very long time and have been you know, very reliable for us and our customers have become you know, very loyal to them. So you know, it's a, you know, a new product release is exciting. Um, it's a lot of work, uh, but we will continue to uh, you know, move forward in that regard. Another area of focus uh, that we are involved in in, in uh, the motion systems area is uh, electrification. We've got uh, products coming out uh, for the mobile industry, uh, the mobile vehicle industry. Uh, we've got products already in the field. We're working with very large uh, manufacturers of, uh, you know, John Deere, Caterpillar, uh, people of that sort, but other very large manufacturers in primarily the industrial side of that business, but also we'll do buses and um, mobile vehicles, people movers of all sorts. Uh, we've got a new mobile inverter scheduled for launch uh, after the first of the year as well in that marketplace. Sounds like you have a lot going on. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we try to stay busy. Um, you know, it's the way the market's been and the, the industry has been over the past two years since COVID, supply chain issues, uh, component availability issues. Everyone's had to deal with a lot uh, to stay on top of it, uh, keep our customers informed. Uh, lead times have gone gone out. Um, we work, you know, pretty much every day. We work every day. Try to improve that as best as we can for the customers. I think we're all in the same boat. Would you agree, Rob? Yeah. Are you guys making any massive shifts in in, in manufacturing to you know overcome some of the supply chain issues? We actually are doing that. Um, we have some overseas operations that we've been working with for a number of years that some of which are third party, others are located in various places around the country, around the world. We're, we're bringing some of those in-house. In, in the case of, of uh, our group, uh, we're bringing into some of our major manufacturing plants for the electromechanical and the drives businesses just to try to improve our lead times. Um, stay more focused on getting these products manufactured and out to our customers because when you deal with uh, third-party manufacturers, you are not always the number one priority depending on which product line and what volume you are manufacturing. So we're, we're getting um, a greater focus and we'll be bringing some of these internal manufacturing um, operations online actually the end of this year and the beginning of next yeah, that's the that's the pivot, right? It's you know compounding issues from COVID, supply chain, the oil, the oil industry, um, the war, right? I mean, compounding issues are forcing everyone's hands. I'm I'm based in Indiana, and we've been seeing our governor spending a lot of time overseas trying to build relationships to bring more manufacturing into Indiana. 
the states in general, you know, so that we can control those things. Right. It's uh, it's become a real a real issue. And, and my group, uh, the drives and the electromechanical groups, manufacture in uh, California. We have a plant in Roner Park. Uh, we'll be bringing the industrial mobile inverter product line in there, uh, in addition to some of our AC and DC products. But uh, we have manufacturing for our group in China, in Eastern Europe, in uh, Hungary, Romania, also in Germany, uh, where our, one of our major manufacturing plants is located. So, you know, coordinating all that, um, and and frankly, there are components of individual products that are made in, in a variety of plant locations that have to be brought together for assembly and testing. So, you know, part of the idea is to get more of that integrated into one facility. In viewing your website, it says Parker recently acquired Megit PLC. What kind of impact do you think that'll have on your customers, if any? Well, um, Julie, it'll have a huge impact on our customers in the aerospace industry. You know, Parker's existing business in that marketplace and existing product offerings, in addition to Megat, make the company the major uh, aerospace manufacturer. Just to clarify, Parker or Megat do not manufacture airplanes. Uh, we don't manufacture jet engines, anything of that sort. We manufacture just about everything that goes into those planes. That's the big part of it. Interesting. Uh, we do the, all the hydraulics, the electronics, the the sensors, the filtration, all the things that go into into making those craft get into the air and stay there and operate properly. So, um, yeah, it's 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 kind of funny, you know. You look at an airplane, you see the name of a manufacturer on it, but what's inside that plane is really a, a combination of many different manufacturers. Interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, and and you know the I'd mentioned earlier electrification is is a corporate goal of Parker. It's a focus. Um, Megat is is a, a, a industry leader in electrification in the aerospace market. So it's a perfect fit for the for the two companies. So we spoke about integrity and its importance earlier. What is Parker's mission statement, and how is it manifested in day to day operations? In your opinion, well. Um, it's interesting. Uh, Parker actually does not have a mission statement. It has a purpose statement, and uh, it's quite long. Uh, it's it's actually a presentation sort of a style. Oh wow! But what I can tell you is the slogan is enabling engineering breakthroughs that lead to a better tomorrow. Mm, that's kind of cool. Well summarized. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, got a. Its goal is to be a contributor to the global market and not to be uh, a player, but to be a leader. And uh, the purpose statement breaks out a, a lot of different. You know, because it's such a large and diverse company, it breaks out a lot of different segments of focus uh, for the various business groups. All right, we're going to wrap up with a, a classic uh, question, if you will. Love it. Can you give us an elevator pitch for the company that you might use or that your team might use? Well, that's a tough one. <laughs> Those elevator pitches will but get you every time. <laughs> every time. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give it a shot here. Um, I'm the ter drives territory manager for Parker Hannafin Corporation. Um, we are a 60,000-plus employee worldwide organization 
focused on aerospace and industrial motion control products and services. Parker is a world leader in industrial motion and control, and with its recent acquisition of Megat, is now also a leader in the aerospace marketplace. My responsibility is to provide support and direction for the easternmost 23 states, which make up the East Coast territory in the United States. My scope includes the Parker product lines encompassing DC and variable frequency AC drives and AC industrial servo drives and motors. Now, due to Parker's worldwide focus on industrial electrification to support clean, sustainable power sources, I'm also tasked with supporting our mobile systems technology products and services in the territory. I work with our many contractual channel partners, Radwell International being a key partner, to reach out to industrial and commercial OEM and end-user accounts. Our purpose is to provide a comprehensive solution to their machine control and automation needs. I provide technical and pricing support, training, and product demonstrations, and overall focus and planning to put the right Parker products into the hands of our customers. Our channel partners play a key role in this effort by providing local support and key complementary products which may not be offered by Parker. And this allows for a total system solution at the OEM or the end user level. Kind of it. Um, Ding. This is my good. floor. You did well. <laughs> this yeah, well is your done. floor. Is that what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> well done, Rob. Well done. <laughs> Mike, well, well, nice job adding the Radwell International piece in there. We're, we're confident that you'll continue to use that in your pitch. <laughs> and, you know, it, we, we do make a good partner. I will say that. <laughs> I work with Radwell all day long. I mean, I deal with your folks every day um, all over the country, uh, primarily on the in the East, but yeah, I mean it's it's been great. You know, you you guys expose us to markets that we haven't done business in um, in any any sort of you know meaningful way. So uh, I'm excited about that. And uh, you know, it took it took a year. Parker has has got so many attorneys. Uh, it, <laughs> It took a year to get this contract done, and and I'm going to make the best of it. <laughs> yeah, great. I mean, all signs of a good partnership. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, thanks so much for joining us and introducing our audience to a behind-the-scenes look at Parker Hannafin. Well, thanks for having me. I, I've really uh, enjoyed it. Great. If you're interested in learning more about Parker Hannafin, head to the link we've included in the episode notes. You'll also see contact information for both Rob and for me in the notes. If you like this podcast, kindly leave us a review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Thank you for joining us for episode 27 of Radwell Automation Nation. Until next time. To learn more about Radwell, visit radwell.com or connect with us on social media. To contact us about this podcast, email automationnation at radwell.com. Thanks for joining us.